0: Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life, this is Rob Black. It's
1: the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Starting, boom, smack, like a cannon, shot, fired, right out of the gun, top of the hour. Something new that we're going to be doing here, 9, 10 a.m. You can follow us on the blog. Blog, 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 blog. What's a blog? It's kind of long, online instant messaging for a group of dedicated fans. That means you go to talk910.com, talk910.com, and jump in the blog. Now, again, a lot of you stream the show live. It's easier to hear the show streamed sometimes than it is to use the old AM antenna. So you can go to talk910.com, jump on the live blog, and interact that way. Or you can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com, rob at robblack.com, um, rob at robblack.com. I've got a good show planned for you today. Um, it's Monday, so it's stimulating talk. So I have to try to stimulate while talking about the economy. That's not the easiest things to do at times. I have to put it in perspective for you. So sometimes I'll weave in, you know, Thanksgiving holiday stories. Thanksgiving holiday coming up Thursday. You got a half day trading on Friday. So it's going to be real low volume. I'm not sure about you, but I'm thinking about my jive turkey that's coming in the mail. My deep fried turkey that I can't wait to to jump into and gobble up, so to speak. That's the problem. When you're starting to think about turkeys, your focus is not on monies. And you're not going, ooh, weak dollar. I'm going to buy me some oil companies. That's what Wall Street's doing today. But it's a big move on low volume. So you can't put a lot of faith in it. Gold hits an all-time high on a weak dollar. Oil rolling. Natural gas rolling. Silver rolling. All doing great on the weak dollar. That's the big story. There's some, there's some subtext. There's another headline out there. I don't believe it. That the stock market's doing good on, on retail sales, not on retail sales, but expected retail sales coming on Black Friday, but also on the jump in home sales. I don't believe that. I don't think that's conviction. I think this is low volume, and it's a play off the direction of the dollar. In the last couple of months, in, when the dollar gets weaker, the market goes higher. It's kind of goofy the way that happens. Now, this weekend, me and hundreds of other teenage girls went to see the movie Twilight. Actually, I didn't see the movie Twilight. I got testosterone in my body. I think no no ruly really man would go see a, a film dedicated and based on, you know, the emotions of a 16-year-old girl. The Twilight Saga, called New Moon, the vampire love story, based on the best-selling novels. Get this. This is just stunning. It recorded the third biggest opening weekend in box office history. Pulled in $140 million. That's stunning, isn't it? New Moon, a sequel to last year's Twilight. Also set records for single day performance, 72 million. Midnight showings, 26 million. This is according to Hollywood.com. Hollywood.com. New Moon doubled the opening weekend sales of Twilight a year ago. New Moon, or Twilight, it's kind of like the new Harry Potter. And Harry Potter, when those books were coming out, Almost with regularity, you could buy Barnes & Noble stock six months before the new book came out because idiots like me would get on radio and television and say, ooh, it's going to sell a record number of books. So there's information in media and there's information in entertainment that you can use to your advantage. Now, the Twilight books are based by Stephanie Mayer. Story of a teenage girl named Bella who falls in love with a vampire. The success of Twilight, it earned $384 million in global ticket sales. It's enabled Summit to expand its film slate. While other studios are cutting back, they're saying, bring on more movies. We can distribute them. We can make them. It's just a product. I want you to see what product is and what it isn't. Now, what's interesting to note about this is great opening weekend, right? Great opening weekend. And aren't we having an unemployment problem in the United States? And yet we're flocking to movies. They say that's one of the common reasons movies do well during bad economies. Is we look for escapism. We can feel like the passion of a 16-year-old virgin who's hooking up with a vampire. We need that freshness. We need that zeal of the movie. Because the economy stinks. I don't know about that. Uh, With that said, you know, there's something called unemployment. And there's an unemployment fund. I'm sure a lot of you don't know this. But this is yet another problem that's just wreaking havoc on the state of California. We've got all sorts of problems. And by the way, I was listening to Armstrong and Getty coming in the morning. And I must want to correct them on something. They talked about how the Bay Area has received X amount of dollars in transportation funds. And if you break it out, that equals $200,000 or $400,000 per one person that they hire. But the thing that they 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 forgot to look at is when you build roads, yes, you have to hire a person, And you could say per person they're getting $400,000, but that person is using materials to build roads, and the materials cost money. So I almost have have to correct them a little bit. I work on a station where I'm the anal guy tied towards money. And when you're the anal guy tied towards money, you have to, you know, you hear other shows and you go, ooh, ooh, they forgot about that. But that's, again, one of the problems that we have as a nation is we don't know what we're talking about most of the time. We assume way too much as a nation. We're not educated enough, but yet we'll spout off an opinion on it. So unemployment fund facing a $7.4 billion deficit. Already grappling with one multi-billion dollar budget deficit. Cash strapped California now is facing a crisis in its unemployment insurance fund. Source of tens of millions paid each week to jobless residents. Okay, now a lot of people don't know anything about this. You know, one of the things I liked about Clarence Thomas, remember when we learned that Clarence Thomas had a, some sort of perversion some sort of sexual issue with a ex-female worker. America tuned in and they're like, that black man's going to be a Supreme Court justice. We're going to pay attention now because we don't want him putting pubic hairs on Coca-Cola cans. So we paid attention. But you know what we really paid attention to was we didn't know that Supreme Court nominees were, were for life. We didn't know there were seven of them. We didn't know anything about the whole process. And we learned as a nation. So sometimes during crisis and sometimes during these insane media stories, we learn something. So I want you to learn a little bit about California right now. Because this unemployment fund, where's that money come from? We got record unemployment. And the fund's going to finish the year $7.4 billion in the red. We can't even efficiently operate an unemployment fund. Now, California has to reach out to Uncle Sam for $4.7 billion. So far up to date. We just finished October, so that's what we have as far as numbers go. State must return what it borrows by 2011. So the state's going to borrow the money from Uncle Sam. We got to raise another 7.4 billion dollars. We have to pay unemployment taxes or unemployment funds back that we're borrowing. That's how wonky and how crazy our our, our state is at this point in time. Or we could face hundreds of million dollars in interest payments. That would come at the expense of funding for schools and parks and social services. We can't even do unemployment right. And you see people like Barbara Boxer get on our pulpit and say, citizens of California are hurting. We need to extend unemployment. We need to extend and give more benefits. So again, down the road, we're going to be having less for schools, less for parks, less for social services. With unemployment expected to remain high as the economy slowly turns around, officials are fretting that won't be able to pony up anytime soon on what we owe. So we're going to get a tax bill, an interest bill from the United States government. And to prevent the fund shortfall from ballooning even further in the next two years, Schwarzenegger and his legislature face a nestlesome dilemma. Cut back on benefits or raise taxes on employers or do both. See, unemployment ta- funds come from businesses. Businesses pay into it. It's a ludicrous system. It's truly ludicrous. As a guy who you know runs and runs uh, runs companies, I can tell you the tax structure in California is so effed up. It is beyond bad. It's not going to be able to correct itself at this point. So again, we've already distributed over twelve billion dollars, and we're going to be about upside down seven point four, almost seven point five billion dollars. Now, that grim news for the unemployment fund was laid out in the same report last week that forecast a $20.7 billion deficit in the state's operating budget. That's just in our operating budget. That's not talking about our unemployment fund shortage. The system's funded by employers, and this is what I I hate. Small businesses really work their butts off, and they just get taxed crazy, whereas big corporations, they're able to navigate tax loopholes a little bit easier. Now, the system's funded by employers who pay taxes based on their employees' wages. An increase in the number of people seeking unemployment benefits means a reduction in the wage base that replenishes the system. Currently, the fund is gushing what amounts to about $40 million a day in benefits. It's a lot of money. Okay, so we don't have jobs. Our state is underemployed. Our unemployment fund is run out. We're deep, deep, deep in the red. There's a virgin girl who is doing well at the box office, Twilight. What's the hottest toy of the year? I'll tell you what the hottest toy of the year is coming up after the break. To get your calls in there, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. I I have to turn on my internal editor because I could tease something really funny about the the toy of the year. But if I do, I'll I'll get shut down by the FCC. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. You can find us at talk910.com. Talk910.com. It's 910 a.m. It's Rob Black Show. More stimulating talk.
0: You're listening to Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. It's coming out. 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 It's coming out.
1: It's there. You know the things that I really hate? I once did a show called 100 Things I Hate, and I actually came up with 100 things that I hated, and I got into all of them. I can do 101 things now, probably even 102. I hate the people that at Thanksgiving send out emails that say, 2009's been a rough year. So that means for many, being thankful at Thanksgiving this year is going to take some work. That's why this is great time to so understand peaks and valleys, making good and bad times work for you. I hate you people. I hate the people that send out bulk emails to their friends and family on something that they think is is, must-be-seen. Must-be-seen webmail. Hate them. So the big story today, I can't tell if it's going to be home resales jump 10% or is the new toy that's selling like hotcakes. Okay, ladies and gents, here's a chance for you to make some money between now and Christmas. Go out and buy this toy and sell them on eBay. Jack up the prices. Some ridiculous mom's going to pay for it. Who's laughing now, Elmo? The hottest toy this year. It's not a ticklish little red monster. It's a fake hamster known as a juju pet. The artificial rodent. That's right. An artificial rodent. It has some advantages over the real thing. They don't stink. They don't chew electric wires. They don't run around their cages making noises at night. They don't even need cages. Children are delighted with these things. They're just at at glee's end. They coo. They scoot. Unpredictably. Parents are delighted not to have to clean up after the the dirty little rodent. $7.99. Not bad. So it's a, a cheap toy that you can go out and sell probably for $17 on eBay if you want to be the person who screws other people when they're down. Trouble with Juju pets are so popular that Toys R Us, Walmart, Target can't keep them in. Beware of price gouging on Amazon and eBay if you want to be on the friendly side of this uh story. There's five different battery-operated hamsters. That's the fantastic part about this is someone came up with a battery-operated hamster. There's Chunk, which is a great name, Chunk, Pip Squeak, Mr. Squiggles, Num Nums, and Patches. They're coveted by girls, but some boys like them too. And by the way, Chunk brings up a funny thought for me. Chunk is uh one of the problems that we have wrong with the United States. I saw baby sizes now that come in Husky. We're selling baby clothes in Husky sizes. We're such an overweight nation. It's even okay for a baby not to be fat, but Husky. If you refer to yourself as Husky, you're fat, you're overweight, you're going to die of diabetes. You're going to get a lower paying jobs than other people. 800-345-5639. Let's go to Nick in Mountain View.
0: Hey, Rob. Hey, how are you? Good. Hey, I just had a question. Um, are, are we going to be getting a hit with this uh, 10% uh, free loan that we're giving to uh, California every year? Have you heard anything about that, or this is this just a one shot time?
1: What are you talking about? Are you talking about how they've raised our income taxes in the short term?
0: Yeah, for the short term. And I, I was reading that uh, it was going to be a, a permanent deal.
1: No, nah, we, we a lot of things start out as as uh, temporary and they ultimately get phased in as as permanent. And you could say, well, it wasn't me who voted for that originally. I just phased it in correct uh, to uh, full time. Why didn't you just go to your your HR deposit, your HR department, and change your uh, dependents or change something so that it takes out lower taxes?
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I was just kind of you know, the, <laughs> the California's really pulling one over the uh, average the average worker. You know, It's kind of. It's kind of weird. It's an, it's you know,
1: weird, yes, 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 but I refer to it instead of saying weird, Nick. I refer to it as financial engineering, <laughs> um, and it, it's it's. I mean, it's my phrase that I use for it, and I don't like to see financial engineering. So, a lot of what Congress is doing right now to hide the healthcare costs to say, "and well, we're not going to have to pay Social Security, or we're not going to have to pay Medicare and MediCal and those issues ever again," because now everyone will get universal healthcare. But you know, you are still paying it; you are just covering it on a different plan. So, so the savings aren't really what the savings look like. So financial engineering, Nick, it's, uh, it's old, goes back to the beginning of time, and it'll probably go on well past uh, the days you and I are six feet under. All oh, right. On. All right. Well, thanks, Rob. No stresses, and thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Something Nick was talking about. Basically, the state of California needs money. So what they're doing is they're, they're withholding more money from us unless we tell them we don't want that withheld. So, they're automatically assuming, which means you're going to get a big rebate at the end of the year, more than likely. Not promising it, but more than likely. There's an article today in the Wall Street Journal that highlights this problem even a little bit more. And I can go as far as to say, you know, we can bullet shot this in the United States or we can say it's a a broad brushed issue. Tax collection stumbled 11% across 44 states in the third quarter. So, not only is the economy hurting, that means our state pulls in less taxes. So tax collections dropping in 11% uh, 11 across 44 states. That's pretty big. Every major source of state tax revenue, sales, corporate, personal income taxes, fell in the third quarter. Steepest decline was in corporate income taxes, which fell 19% across the board. Personal income taxes fell 11%, while sales taxes fell 8.2%. With tax receipts heavily dependent on wages and spending, state revenues are expected to continue falling for months to come. So again, our budgets are going to get worse And worse and worse. And they're going to be able, they're pulling in less. So not only do we have to slash spending, we got to figure out a way to bring in more money or slash spending even further. It's problematic to say the least. Californians in particular. Unpaid taxes. California Franchise Tax Board said in August we're up $1.6 billion. Nearly 25% of the previous year. So Not only are states falling behind, but we're falling behind paying them. You see how it kind of like tumbles in a funny snowball. Number of taxpayers filing returns with balances due but no payment attached is up twenty eight percent over the past twenty four months. The amount that they owe up fifty percent. The increase in accounts receivable bigger for the state franchise tax board than anticipated. Taxes owed by individuals sit at six point three billion dollars. And again, our government's spending the money. They're not slowing it down. Balances due from businesses one point eight billion. Accounts receivables eight point one billion. Oh, it just makes you weak and crumbly. Just you don't like seeing stories like that. It's really telling you that we're in denial. And that not denial is not a river on the Amazon. Duh. I hate people who send out bulk emails about Thanksgiving and what we have to be thankful for. And I hate really old jokes re- retread again and again and again. So October home sales, this is the big business story of the day. Do we put any faith in it? Home sales surge for the second straight month in a row. I think that's a little bit redundant. Second straight month in a row. I could have just said second month in a row. (laughs) Uh, Climbing to the highest level in two and a half years. Now, here's how statistics are just crazy misleading. Highest level in two and a half years? Well, golly gee, that's wonderful. But no, no, no. That's actually not a good number because it's been going down since 2006. So you can already figure out this. We're just getting back to 2006 levels, late 2006 levels. So home sales jumped to the highest levels since 2007, February 2007. Makes you feel old, right? Where were you in 2007? Okay, so it was just a little while ago. So it's, it's a misleading story already. Um, an impressive increase shows pent-up demand for housing. Buyers have had enough confidence to take the plunge. The housing market recovery should be a little bit more durable now. Who said that? An analyst at Barclays. It depends on jobs. The number one thing that moves a home price up or down is jobs. Short term, it's location, location, location. Somewhere in the play there is interest rates. But if interest rates are 1% or 10% or 20%, it doesn't matter because you have to have a job. Shares of homes sold as foreclosures or otherwise distressed properties rose to 30% from 29% year over year. Lawrence Woon, he's a chief economist for National Association of Realtors. He says the share of homes sold as foreclosures or otherwise distressed properties up slightly. He said a similarly robust sales gain may occur this month. With such sales spike, a measurable decline should be anticipated in December and early next year before another surge in spring and early summer. We saw that home construction seized up last month, which again, last week we were depressed about that story, even though I was excited by that story. In large part, we're going to have fewer homes on the, uh, on the market. Activity in the housing sectors has increased over the last few months. Some people think in large part due to the $8,000 homebuyers tax credit, which will expire in the spring. I don't know. You know I've got mixed feelings on tax credits. In large part, we're giving home buyers basically a subsidy. We're encouraging them to go further in debt. Now, we're encouraging them to go further in debt with low interest rates. I agree. I like that but we're still encouraging people to own homes and why not let the system work organically? I don't get it. I don't think we've seen the end of job losses and I don't think we've seen the end of deflation tied towards job losses. We have a weaker dollar at this point in time, which is holding up the stock market without the weaker dollar, we'd be struggling. There'd be some bad news in the, in the stock market. So I'm not too, 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 too crazy about these home numbers. Uh, Nothing for me to get overly excited by in any way, shape, or form. Let's take a look at some of the other business stories of the day, see what what's uh making the market move. Weak dollars got commodities roaring. Dow's up 124. NASDAQ up 29. S&P 500 up 15. Hmm. Let's see. Economic search job losses. Okay. Um, this is probably important for us all to hear. Economists think that the joblessness that has weighed down the nation's economic recovery should abate in 2010. Most of the people I'm talking to see unemployment going up to about 10.5% nationwide and about 14% in the state of California. That's most of what I'm hearing, and it's through the middle part of 2010 before we really start creating jobs versus losing jobs and kind of like treading water, so to speak. Some 7.3 million jobs have been lost since December 2007. You're going to see desperate attempts come out of Congress at this point in time. To do everything they can to try to create jobs before the political season next November. If they don't create jobs, Democrats are gonna lose power in the Congress. And President Barack Obama's agenda won't have much traction. 800 345 5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM coming up. Oprah and investing. I got some more angles for you. It's Rob Black Show. More stimulating talk.
0: I'm John Cobelt. I'm Ken Champeau. We're the John and Ken Show. Join us weekdays from 3 to 7. Now, Rob Black on 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk.
1: Show. I'm Rob Black to Get your calls in the air It's 800-345-5639 To get your calls in the air If you disagree with something I say, screw you <laughs> No, no, pick up the phone and give me a call I won't yell at you, I promise oh. 800-345-5639 To get your calls on the air This is kind of interesting Death and suicide I'll get to death and suicide in just a second and how it's tied towards the recession. I'll tease you with is it's on the rise. Do you ever get so despondent that you've lost your job that you're going to kill yourself? There's one thing I'll never do is kill myself. Not intentionally, at least. Accidentally, it could happen. A balance is good. It's not like it used to be, but it's good. So King Crabman, I tease this. I have to start with this. That's the law on radio. And the sheriff and radio is John Scott, my program director. So if you tease something, you got to deliver. King Crabman and the Queen of Television. What the hell is Rob Black talking about now? How about John and Kate and their eight children, Central Pennsylvania? What do they have in common with King Fish, King Crabs? A friendly neighborhood cake maker and a family of dwarves in an organ. And Oprah Winfrey. Hmm, That's a good question, right? It's Discovery Communications. It's a publicly traded company. The company is known for real-world programming across a wide platform of cable channels, including the Discovery Channel. TLC, which is for women and homebodies. And the Animal Planet for animal lovers and kids. It's tapped into the public's fascination with an extraordinary everyday dramas amongst human and animal kind. Discoveries won high ratings and rising revenue. Domestic ads were up 5% in the third quarter, despite three session. That's worthy of noting. So yeah, when you're putting together a list of stocks, you should own something you have to do is say you did good in bad times. See, there's no fear. There's no harm in looking at a chart of a company. See how the company did in 2001 during 9 11. See how the company did during the recession of 2007, 2008. See it. It's John and Kate plus eight, fifth season. Messy divorce, and it did well. Deadliest catch. It's become a cult classic. Deadliest catch is they go up and find these king crab fishermen. It's it's like the most deadly job on the planet. It's got to be number one, number two, number three. Sometimes it takes turns. Where, like, people die. They just, like, get washed off the boat. Gone. So you think your job sucks? At least you're not being washed off a boat or cranes not smashing your hand in rough seas. That's a brutal job. That's something I would never, ever, never want. I'd cry like a baby if you put me out on a king crab fisherman boat. So what else is there? Um, Cake boss and little people, big world. Little People, Big World, show about dwarves. A lot of people don't have the courage to say this. But I'd like to start a dwarf basketball league just just to see what it looks like on television. It's so wrong, but you know that you're kind of like, yes, I agree. Maybe HBO could do it, because HBO does great documentaries and things along those lines. So anyway, um, um, come on. now. Don't get mad at me. You know Discovery Channel's putting on... Uh, little people, big world. You know they're putting it on because we have fascinations that we we want to see. Anyway, to Oprah, she's going to add to an audience that already draws such big shows as Deadly Sketch. Discovery stock is more than doubled this year. Prognosis is good for further gains on the strength of Discovery's high-margin, low-cost programming and the new brand development. The Oprah Winfrey Network's going to launch on Discovery in early 2011. See how that works. Now Hasbro and Discovery, they've teamed up to rebrand the Discovery Kids channel. They've got international networks that are gaining market share as well. Pound for pound, it's probably the best media assets in the business. NBC, I mean, I'm just going to show you something because it's so easy to show it to you. They took Jay Leno... From Fridays, Monday through Fridays, 1130 at night, and they put them on Monday through Fridays at 10 o'clock at night. They basically killed expensive programming. Now, let me... Like, what's expensive programming? Um, Heroes. The show that comes on before Jay Leno. You have to pay the good-looking blonde. You got to pay the good-looking guy. You got to pay the, the 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 bad guy who's got the English accent. Like, you, they all need money. Whereas Jay Leno is just one dude. Even better. Discovery... Kate, before she became famous, she was just this house frow. And John was a guy with powerful sperm or maybe more, more important fertility drugs. <laughs> Turns them into big stars. You don't have to pay John and Kate as much as you have to pay Jay Leno. And you don't have to pay Jay Leno as much as you pay for an ensemble cast. So pound for pound, the best media assets in the world have to be discovery at this point in time. Now, again, company's not cheap. It's doubled in the last year, but it's doubled because it's showing you something. Disney, Time Warner, and Viacom, they fetch lower multiples, as do cable and satellite outfits. But Discovery's reasonably priced if you look at the growth. If you look at the multiples compared to Disney, Time Warner, and Viacom, it's expensive. Now, they got growth prospects outside of just the shows. There's something called Scripps Network Interactive paying 12 times EBITDA for control of Cox Communications and Travel Channel. One analyst has a buy rating on Discovery. He sees the stock hitting 38 in the next 12 months. He sees an improved ad climate, i.e., the economy comes back with some jobs, some strong ratings, and tight cost controls. He sees a share buyback probably in 2010. I love share buybacks. So there's economic softness, but Discovery's doing well. And you want to look for things like that in the economy. Discovery Communications have doubled this year, as far as the stock goes. But they got Oprah Winfrey coming in 2011. Now, Wall Street is a discounting mechanism. It looks six months, 12 months in the future. So the stock's roared, right? Don't go out and buy this one. But take a look at it. You should be ready for it when it possibly hits. So, early data suggests suicides are on the rise. How can you invest in suicide? I know you're saying, Rob, don't go there. Smith & Wesson. That's one obvious one. Maybe Merck because people will be overdosing on drugs. I'm only kidding, people. Don't get mad at me. Early signs suggest the number of suicides in the U.S. crept up during the worst recession in decades. Count for about 40% of the U.S. population. Well, What's that? Oh, the survey only counts for about 40% of the U.S. population. Number of suicides were up from 2007 in most of the 19 states of which the data is available. So Tennessee, number one. You wouldn't think that. States that are seeing a drop in suicide, Maryland, Missouri, Kansas, Oregon, Kentucky, and Arizona. States that are seeing an increase in suicide, Mississippi, Wisconsin, Georgia, New Jersey, Alabama, Minnesota, Florida, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Virginia, and Iowa. We heard about the guy who was part of that Ponzi scheme with Bernie Madoff killing himself. I guess it makes a little bit of sense. Other factors could be contributing as well. So far this year, 140 U.S. soldiers have committed suicide. That's the same as in all of 2008. There's 115 suicides in 2007, so... Soldiers killing themselves on the rise. Businessmen killing themselves on the rise. This is kind of depressing. I guess it makes sense that it's depressing because it's an article on suicide. It was also the case during the Great Depression. This is interesting. Despite cartoons of people jumping from windows during the 1929 stock market crash, the suicide rate rose sharply only in subsequent years after after the recession. So it's coming out of the recession where we're most vulnerable. U.S. recorded 15.3 suicides per 100,000 people in 1929. Rose to 17 per 100,000 in 1930. Interesting stuff. To get your calls in the air, it's eight hundred three four five five six three nine. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine. It's the Rob Black Show. You could. I'm going to jump on the live blog right now during the commercial. What is the live blog? Where is it? It's at talk910.com, talk910.com, talk910, talk nine ten dot com. Talk nine ten dot com. Talk nine ten. T A L K nine ten dot com. You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com, rob at robblack.com. I highly encourage nude photos of the ladies, not the men. And please note, I will post anything you send online. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk.